Good morning. Welcome to, to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. My name is Cindy Loudon, and I'm your lay leader today. We are an intentionally inclusive congregation, and we welcome persons of all religions, ethnic and racial origins, sexual orientations, and personal political convictions, abilities, and other circumstances. Now I'm going to read a poem by Mary Oliver, Wild Geese. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination calls to you, like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your, your place in the family of things. Let us read our mission statement together. It's posted on the wall over here. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. For the meditation reading, um, I'm going to read uh, number 477 in your hymnal. You can follow along with me, and we can all read the last part together, the last uh, sentence. Forgive us that often we forgive ourselves so easily and others so hardly. Forgive us that we expect perfection from those to whom we show none. Forgive us for repelling people by the way we set a good example. Forgive us the folly of trying to improve a friend. Forbid that we should use our little idea of goodness as a spear to wound those who are different. Forbid that we should feel superior to others when we are only more shielded. And may we encourage the secret struggle of every person. Good morning, beloved community. You are fat cats. We are very wealthy, self-satisfied, insider-training, tax-cheating, fat cat congregation. We are spiritually the richest congregation of all We are gorged with honest religion, true and relevant religion. But you refuse to evangelize, to share the good news with others. You are guilty of spiritual insider training in a most precious, life-sustaining and enhancing community, commodity, authentic religious stocks and bonds and spiritual gold. Insider traders, we are. 
You are inside traders taking advantage of non-public information and keeping it non-public. Keeping UUism and F-U-U-C-A, that's our church, a secret lie, a secret. <laughs> is this this knowledge were your birthright? This is religiously illegitimate and a violation of our mission statement. This illegitimate knowledge is something that should be shared. Now, this illegitimate attitude that we have is a violation not only of our mission statement, but it raises the cost of purchasing honest religion, an essential commodity for all. It decreases the spread of spirituality over the entire planet Earth, and our attitude is, I will scratch your back and you scratch mine. You give religious tips to insider members, but not to the general public. We are self-satisfied in our little hidden cul-de-sac at the end of poorly traveled, no-outlet road. This is fraudulent and violates the duty of full disclosure. We all may end up in spiritual prison and on the way to spiritual hell this very moment. Speaking of prison, listen to the story of Covell Russell from the New York Times. The Butte County Jail cell where Koval spent his last happy days is no bigger than a wheelchair-sized stall at Austin International Airport, which is dominated by a toilet. He called this place where few would want to spend a single night his home. He spent 14 months there for wounding his landlord with a knife. But at jail, he became a beloved counselor. He was given dibs on TV program selection. Pops, as he was called, was first in the food line and had a reserve place in the Monopoly game reservations, uh, uh, marathons. And uh, he never had visitors, but he didn't need any. Here, among the transient populations of men awaiting trial or sentencing, he had found a community. His body was found Wednesday in the Feather River, where he had fallen from a bridge just a hop from the Motel 6 where he was staying since his release. No one doubted what had happened. Russell had petitioned the court to keep him in jail indefinitely, and he became depressed when the judge granted him probation. He said he would kill himself if he was sent back out there with no friends and no family. He took a taxi to Table Mountain Ridge, sat on a rail for a half an hour, and then he disappeared. He was unaware that a UU church in Butte would have taken him into their homeless program because it was not evangelized. It wasn't advertised to the general public or the Butte County uh, program for prisoners uh, recently released. Well, we delude ourselves when we say that UUism is just about lofty principles. It is a one-on-one -on -one faith. People seek us out because they simply want a place where they belong. Our world marginalizes discounts and ignores many folks who are just looking for a place to live a life of spiritual integrity. Lofty principles, yes, but it also is a one-at-a-time religion. We all have our secret struggles. We all need community to give us strength to cope with our secret struggles. And that is why we need to evangelize to inform the general public that we are here for them. The Bible says if you have saved one life, it's as if you have saved the entire world.
You know, evangelism is in our genes, in our history. In 1834, George Rogers, a renowned universalist circuit rider, galloped on horseback out west, which was then called Pennsylvania, <laughs> to preach in Pottsville, Bethlehem, and Wollmelsdorf, where he had to speak English to the German congregations. Local clergy opposed him with violence. Rocks were thrown, windows broken, and he told his religious persecutors, you have mistaken your man. I am not to be stopped. I will preach the universal love of universalism and of God at the martyr's stake. Hundreds then came to hear him. And think of that next time you complain about a 20-minute drive to church. The evangelistic style spread the good news of universalism and its heartfelt saving message and made us visible. It emphasized personal evangelism, leading to change in heart and behavior throughout the horseback circuits. And he spoke to many people who could not read or write. Can we talk honestly, just us? Despite all of our, you know, wonderful welcome and, you know, actually, it's not for everyone. If you plan to attend Governor Perry's Houston Reliance Stadium religious rally, wherein fundamentalist preachers will talk about the sex goddess seducing the emperor and thus causing social demise, this may not be the church for you. Just saying. If you, if you think... <laughs> <laughs> if you think Oprah is an unknowing, well-meaning handmaiden of the Antichrist, this is not the church for you. If you think children of immigrants who are born here are actually raised as terrorist time bombs and should be sent back to the countries of their parents' origin, this is not the church for you. If you think Mr. Mr. Michelle Bachman's clinic is right in promoting reparative prayers to change gays to straight people, and take sons of government money for that purpose, you might not be happy here. On the other hand, on the other hand, if you think you are responsible for your own mind, body, and spirit, if you know that all sexual rights are based on choice and consent, If you know that you don't have every answer to every question and you don't expect our wonderful new minister to be able to answer every question either, if you're not afraid of humanists who aren't afraid of pagans, who aren't afraid of atheists, who aren't afraid of theists, who aren't afraid of Hindus, who aren't afraid of Jews, Muslims, Christians, or Buddhists, if you're fairly sure that uh, tattoos and body piercing do not sing signal the end of Western civilization. If you are tired of the phrases acceptable losses and collateral damage, if you're ashamed of the amount of press coverage given to the debate about the place of God and the Pledge of Allegiance in a country where one-sixth of the children go to bed hungry and health care is considered non-essential, if you know that Chastain and Womack are not towns in Alsace-Lorraine, or when watching NASCAR races, you don't watch the car crashes, but you like the pit stop changes and listen to them with Aida in the background. 
If you're tired of union rights being denied to social workers and teachers who work two jobs to make ends meet, then this is your church, your community, your spiritual home. That's the good news for you. Now, in our beloved country, we number only one quarter of a million. We had lots more several decades ago. And, and we know that those congregations that left became very inward-thinking and not evangelists. Now, in the recent census, 600,000 people listed themselves as Unitarian Universalists. We are out there, but unevangelized. Fundamentalists have said that you use believe in nothing and everything. No requirements, no belief, no faith. They don't know us because we inside trade our beliefs. We inside trade our thoughts on revelation, repentance, resurrection, salvation, and the messianic age. We are shy about evangelizing and offering our amazing grace to spiritual prisoners. We practice illegitimate and criminal religion if we don't communicate our access to spiritual wealth to a religiously impoverished world. Hey, people, we believe in many things. We are a transparent and democratic group. We are a vibrant faith of believers. We believe in a lot of things. We believe in the motive force of love. We believe in the necessity of the democratic process. We, we believe in the importance of a religious community. We believe in the freedom of religious expression. We believe in the appreciation of religious ideas, but not religious myths. We believe in the authority of reason and conscience. We believe in the never-ending search for truth and spiritual honesty. We believe in the unity of experience of all life. We believe in the worth and dignity of each human being. We believe in the ethical application of religion with the goal of social justice. We believe in the amazing inner grace that finds completion in community involvement. When I tell young people about us and what we believe in, they say they didn't know a religion like ours existed. Where's your church? What time are services? Let me end with my own personal story. But uh, two years ago, I initiated proceedings to end my marriage of four decades, which uh, had many years that were happy and fulfilling. But at the end, it became intolerable. I was ashamed and afraid. I masochistically blamed myself for the events leading to divorce. I was afraid of being cut off from my grown children and beautiful grandchildren. And I had fear. I had this inner struggle. I feared being branded a loser, not meeting social expectations, not having a spouse, a girlfriend, a partner, a significant other, or even a roommate. I had allowed myself to be cut off from old friends and been denied opportunities to make new friends, like Koval Russell in jail. I had no community, and I contemplated the end of life. But I was drawn to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin, Embryonic friendships became solid. The ties to community strengthened, and I stopped being afraid. I, I, I wasn't afraid of uh, 
taking my toupee off in public, for example. <laughs> Which I will spare you at this moment. I felt strong and worthwhile. I gained spiritual strength and self-esteem. I learned to love myself and accept love from other UUs. I learned from this community and the gym locker room that friendship, love, and church family love was just as valid as romantic love, and having a spouse, girlfriend, significant other, or roommate was no guarantee of erotic love anyhow. Uh, I tried to use church language there. I gathered my forces and crossed the stormy channel to find safe haven here, the safe haven of personal happiness and community service, and I never looked back. And because of this church, I have matured and grown emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. I'm light years ahead. I've taken here university-level courses in family systems, leadership development, and nonviolent communication. We believe in continuing education here. I don't even recognize who I was two weeks ago, let alone two years ago. <laughs> this church saved my life, and it can save yours. When I have pictures of, uh, of you all in my home, you've been to my home, some of you, all over the walls, so that when I come home, I see my friends, and they greet me when I come home. So I'm not, I'm not lonely. And other things that I've conquered. I'm over my small man complex. So, true. Now, in the Torah it says, if I'm not for myself, who will be? If I am for myself, what am I? Let's get of our inside trader comfort zone, people. Life begins outside the comfort zone, as they say in my weightlifting class. <laughs> there are millions out there in the general public who, like me, like you, need to find a spiritual integrity, who need to be connected to all creation. What are you if you are not evangelists? What are you if you are for yourselves alone? This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.